welcome to Nightmare 365. This is the center of weirdness for the entire planet. There's tons of unsolved mysteries out there. Witches still exist. What about monsters? Do you believe in ghosts? Bigfoot is not out there. Bigfoot is definitely out there. UFOs are real. UFOs might be real. Do you believe in conspiracies? I consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I want to believe in all these case files. Trust no one. The government lies to you. We're just two brothers exploring the unexplained, mysterious, and spookiness that lives among us. Oh shit, we are live, brother. And I hope you unmute yourself. What's up, everybody? Welcome, all you mystery seekers. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my brother, not in studio. He's virtually at his house. I don't know if, if that's a thing. If that's a thing. Yo, Greg, are you there? Can you hear me? And how are you doing tonight? Greg actually has to unmute himself. He's still muted, and I think that's what we're having technical difficulties with. Let's, uh, let's see if we can get Greg in. Greg, you have muted yourself. You have to take yourself from unmute. This is this is a terrible start. This is why Greg is usually in the studio. He he doesn't know how to use technology. And uh, when we get back to Greg, when we get him on the line, we'll talk about what's going on tonight. Greg has himself muted again. So tonight we're going to be talking about some conspiracies, some UFO talk, and a bunch of other things. Because I think we have some uh, some good compelling evidence, and the the government has said that they are gonna release UFO documents. And I think we have Greg now. Greg is on the line. Did he unmute himself? Yeah, I did not. You I finally unmuted. Myself. You had yourself okay. muted. <laughs> and this is why we can't do uh, remote shit anymore because of the uh, technical difficulties. No, I, I, pressed, I pressed unmute it, it, the last time. Well, that's the thing, man. We, we got to get you in the studio. No and Greg didn't want to come in the studio tonight, so this is why we have some technical difficulties. So I sorry about that to start off. From, from L.A. yesterday. I mean, you had some time. Let's go. Let's be serious. I mean, this is why like, I definitely don't want to do this going forward, just because of two minutes and wasted time. So tonight we're going to be talking about conspiracies. We had somebody write in, a fan, Devin. I don't know if you want to read his story or I'll read oh, yeah. his story for you. Devin wrote us in. He said, he, I got it. you got it. All right, let's hear it. Greg, take it away. This is Devin's story. He wrote in through Facebook and following us. And if you want to follow us, so follow said, us through nightmare365.com where all of our contact information can be found. So he said, hi, my name is Devin. I'm a fan of the show, especially uh, because he's local. He's in Eatontown, he said. Uh, I came across uh, a show because one of the episodes we discussed the UFO over Fort Monmouth in 1951. He said in July of 2019, he saw something in the sky over Fort Monmouth that he couldn't explain. He was outside watching an electrical storm, which may be suspicious. I don't, I don't know why that would be suspicious, but whatever. He said he saw something with a faint red glow moving fast as like a shooting star. He said it stopped on a dime and then shot straight up and out of sight. The sighting lasted no more than two to three seconds at most. He goes, I'm not an expert, but I've never seen anything move like that before. He said he wasn't drinking at the time. He also said 
of the five or six people that he's told, only two or three believe him. Yeah, so what do you make of that? Do you actually believe him? And we did talk about a story that happened in the 50s where the control room actually saw something come up on their radar that they could not explain. Yeah, I mean, so, I don't know. If you were watching, like, an electrical storm, it could be ball lightning. Yeah. You know, many many of the, you know, experts or, you know, people theorize that, you know, what people see are. However, um, I don't think ball lightning can, like, be moving then stop on a dime and then just shoot straight up out of sight. Yeah, I don't think so either. And there has been a lot of reports. If you look on some of the New Jersey UFO um, mutual, whatever, the MUFON, if you look on their reports, you could actually find a lot of New Jersey and even in, in Long Branch and that ocean, ocean port area of a lot of UFO activity for sure. So, I mean, is something going on over the skies? I mean, it's not a military base anymore. It's been closed down. So there's a lot of private homes on there along with, there's no... The homes are actually pretty nice over there. You've been in the homes? No, I just drove through it. I mean, they're pretty expensive. And there, there is the Oceanport Police Department has one of the old buildings that they are now occupying. And I forget what else is there. Most of the, like the movie theater, some of the other buildings are, you know, boarded up and condemned. They're not being used. So I don't know. Could something still be going on there that we don't know? Possible. Something threw him down. Something definitely threw him down. But yeah, that's one of the things. And I wanted to talk about, you know, like the reports, which we've, you know, I've been reading and trying to keep up with the UFO disclosure reports from the COVID relief bill that was out there. And on June... Let me see. Let's pull it up. On June 3rd, the New York Times reported that senior administration officials who were briefed on the UAP, that's an unidentified aerial phenomenon report, has found no evidence that the objects seen by Navy pilots over the past decade are not of this earth. Nevertheless, the Times states uh, intelligent officers still cannot explain the unusual movements that have mystified scientists and the military alike. Well, it just seems like to me that they they know what's going on, but they just don't want to say it out loud. And plus, they're not calling them UFOs anymore. They're calling them UAPs. Yeah, which I found fascinating, too, because the UAP, you know, like phenomena is something I feel like that has been around for a long time, but it was always like UFO. Now it's a good way for the government or whoever's hiding this information to say, you know, they're not really UFOs. You know, they're aerial phenomenon that's just unidentified. And is well, this... yeah, man, it's like the light of word or this, you know, the changing of a word that they could deny. People get strung up on that. Yeah, they can deny it. Yeah, I want to share something, too, because I found um, a couple good articles. <laughs> this one is from the Black Vault. And if you know anything about the Black Vault, they or he does a lot of freedom of information acts. And one of the things that he has in his report was, let me see if I could pull this up right away. There was an unidentified dust. No, not that one. That one was pretty good too. But 
well, yeah, the Project Moondust in October of 1970, the unidentified metal object that burned for five days. And they have pictures of it. And there's also a telegram from the Department of the State. I'm trying to get the, you know, the exact date on this, but it's just really interesting because if you compile this with the information in the Freedom of Information Act, along with the, you know, pictures of this thing. Yeah. It just looks like the size of a basketball. I don't have any reference besides what's in the picture and, you know, like with them holding it, but it just like looks like an oversized basketball to me. Yeah. It almost looks like, um, you know, the, uh, what was it? The, um, Independence Day resurgence with, uh, you know, the original one with Will Smith. Yeah. You know, they did the second one. It looks like the, like the spacecraft that came down to save them. Yeah, it does look like that. And there's also another movie, I forget what it was, that had like the inscriptions of, you know, the UFO on on this as well. And um, I don't know. I don't know what to really make of it. It's like interesting when you actually, and I'm going to link this up in the show notes for sure. But when you actually see this and you look at the pictures and then you read the actual statements from, and I'm, I'm really curious too to see how much of the document was never released as far as, you know, we, we get a good picture and we get a good glimpse of what is actually out there and we could read this document, which is rare. Yeah. And, but like how much are we not seeing? How much is still out there that, you know, they kind of disclose from us. So that, that's look at like what's going on right now with the whole COVID situation, right? Somebody followed the Freedom of Information Act to get all of Dr. Fauci's emails. Yeah. And a bunch of lines and a bunch of emails were redacted. Like, you can't tell me that they're redacted because of national security. It was a national pandemic. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I, I don't know. I, I don't know, like, what is real anymore and what's not real anymore. And you know, trying to figure this all out. It's just, well, like, I mean, if you believe in conspiracies right now, Mark Zuckerberg emailed Dr. Fauci about how he could help and that he recommended, and then it was blacked out. So you're telling me that everything is out front in the open with that. I don't think so. Like, why would that be blacked out? He has nothing to do with the government or anything like that. And it's, it's bizarre to me. Well, it's not so bizarre to me too, because in like the next segment, which I want to talk about is, you know, like government conspiracies. And I guess this ties in really well too, because there was a speech that JFK, your boy made. It's, it's called the, um, the press, let's say, I have it because it, there's a the JFK, you know, library.org, so you can read all the, the information. The president and the press. So the, he made this speech in April 27th, 1961. And I know I'm jumping the gun here. This was in New York City at the World Off Astoria Hotel. And he gave the speech, which everybody believes that this is the speech that he gave that ended up costing him his life. But yeah. when you actually read the whole speech, and I mean, I know they, they play a clip 
of the actual speech, but like where he says, you know, secret societies. And I mean, I could read it for you, but the very word secrecy is repugnant, you know, and it's, it's a free and open society that we, you know, go against all this secretness, you know, secret, you know, secret societies, secret governments. And he kind of goes on and on and just about this. And it was, it was an interesting article and that I found on Reddit, but then also reading more into the speech because I I've heard about this speech so many times, you know, when we talked about JFK and everything, but not only with the speech, the actual, the actual time that they were living through, like living through the cold war in 1960s, you know, when he was elected in 1961, they were still talking about it and the amount of information and I guess the press that was on the side of the government, it seemed like, but then also they were doing their job, which nowadays I feel like the press is really on the side of the government and they don't really give a shit about the people and they just want to hold. No, they, don't, they don't give a shit about the people at all. So it was interesting because he was talking about like a balancing act between, you know, the press and the government and what we have to, you know, what we can leak and what we could tell them. But then at the same time, like the information that they should withhold just because it's, you know, detrimental to the public in, in certain aspects. And then our foreign nations that are our enemies can, you know, use that information against us. So I totally understand in the government aspect, if they're trying to hide certain things or even mislead the, you know, the public with like UFOs, for instance, you know, getting yep. back to that where they kind of say, yeah, UFOs are real, but we're not going to really tell you, but we're going to tell you just a little bit of information you know, and everybody has these stories of UFOs and then people start talking about it. But realistically, they're the ones who are building these crafts to kind of further their agenda of war, power, money, all this other things, you know, like you can keep naming and naming on and on, you know. So you think like the government is building UFO spacecraft to... um I don't know, like, I guess, scare people into trusting the government more. What, like building these things? No, I mean, I I think they're just it's a, you know, deceptive purpose of them putting out information, you know, like they could say we're doing this. In actuality, they're not even doing that, you know, like they're they could be back engineering, you know, alien technology and then we don't I mean even know I about would it. if let's let's hypothetically say that you know Roswell happened the way we all think it happened the way movies depict it that an alien spacecraft like either got struck by lightning or just malfunctioned and crashed and you had uh, advanced technology that was light years ahead of ours I would totally reverse engineer that yeah I mean that's the thing I mean that's where that's where people think of fiber optics cable came from yeah and we we've we've all heard of bob lazar and we all heard that you know some of his stories that he said you know so it's it's one of those things where i don't know there there's certain aspects of it that i really am on the fence with and then other aspects i'm just saying to myself 
all right, what are they trying to do? What are they trying to prove? And like, you know, with some of the articles that we talked about where the New York Times has come out and said certain things, and then you, f- you find out this information that came out a couple of days ago about the 70s where the Black Vault gives information on it, you know, and then yeah. the Pentagon, you know, so-called the UAAB or AP, Jesus, I, I I'm just going to stick with UFOs because that's what I've known. I grew up, yeah, I knew I, but I grew up on UFOs. Like this is to me now, this is just another terminology thing that they can use and say like, well, I, I really am not talking about UFOs. Like I never, I never seen a UFO. It's, it's like plausible deniability. It's like, no, I never seen a a UFO UAP. That's what I've been seeing. (laughs) And then it's like, okay, but have you seen them? And it's like, no, then they give you the runaround and the double talk and they have this task force that sets up and that, you know, is going to disclose all this information at the end of June. I think it's another 10 days, which they have to fully disclose all the UFO information. Cause I think, on, uh, yeah, well, we talked about this before we talked about when the code relief bill came out and I was reading it and looking at it and saying, all right, I still didn't get through all 590, 30, you know, 5,932 pages of it, but I read enough of it and I read enough of it where they talked about the, the COVID relief bill and, you know, putting out this information as far as like UFOs existing. But like to me, yeah. to me, I don't know. I, I, there's just many more questions than we have answers and I don't think we're going to get anything substantial on, it's just going to be more like these little leaks, you know, more Freedom of Information Act that the Black Vault's going to get, that certain news organizations are going to get, that certain podcasters... I mean, you file a Freedom of Information Act. Yeah, anybody can. Yeah, anybody can. It's whether it's heavily, heavily redacted that you, can you even see anything. Well, that's the same thing, even in this report. How many pages of this report that was just titled differently is actually out there, and we don't even know? Yep. You know, so th- that's one of the things that I would like to look into and, and really, you know, discuss with some people and say, like, all right, what's really going on here? But at the same time, I don't think we're ever going to get that information because just to talk about it in like segment two, where we look at it and. Well, wasn't wasn't like JFK supposed to be released? What information? Yeah, like all the, the documents, all the everything surrounding his death weren't weren't it supposed to get released like fifty years after? So it would have been like. Well, they you know, did. They released it. They released a bunch of information in two thousand twelve, and then also. Yeah, not, well, yeah, they didn't, and I mean, it was one of those things. And then they, I think, they released it again in uh, more papers in two thousand and sixteen, seventeen. It was. But if you read yeah, through all those papers, there was a lot of it was just a lot, a lot of bullshit that that really didn't need to be, you know, classified or redacted. And they said they were going to release all the information. Trump said they were going to release all the information, and they didn't. You know, and we we still have missing pages. The most compelling of the papers, because I remember reading them all and just sifting through them, you know, and and. The amount that I found and the most substantial evidence, and even you could look online right now too and and see what people's thoughts were, the most substantial evidence I think was more linked to the spying on Martin Luther King Jr. and with the the FBI and things like that. So I just, 
to me, I don't think you'll ever get the full story, the full picture from these government agencies. And I, I think like people that hold out hope, and this is another thing too, where when I read articles from the New York Times or wherever it may be, whatever me, you know, news media outlet, I look at and I say, all right, these people, they have an agenda. They get information. They want to make that catchy, you know, like, ooh, we, we have UFO information. And then people tune in and it's like not really anything new. And we talked about this a million times on this show where we talked about how people have information or like news media, you know, outlets, and they show the same photograph. And it's like, all right, so yeah, there's, there's nothing new. It's just like a, another catchy title with the same information, the same photographs, the same everything, but we're not going to get like the true information on us. And that's, that's what's kind of frustrating on doing this thing because we talked about this before and we talked about, um, I think it was yesterday where we talked about the son of Sam and Maury Terry and Maury Terry saying all the information like, we could have where David Berkowitz, and again, like, um, I know we haven't talked about this on this show, but yesterday I think we did the Instagram live and we were talking about the son of Sam, the yep. series on Netflix. So just to like reiterate and kind of give people the backstory, watch that documentary. It's only four parts and it's really, really good. And I think the end was like spectacular the way that they ended it and just the information. And it was more so when I first saw it, I was like, all right, I know who David Berkowitz is. I know who the son of Sam is, but I don't know too much of the story on, you know, him and the actual murders. But then when you're watching it, it's not just a documentary on David Berkowitz and, you know, the 44 caliber killer or son of Sam as, you know, re, you know referred to but it's more so yep. about Maury Terry. And then you find out that whole backstory and then you're like, Oh shit, this really goes deep. Whether it's in, into Dude, politics. Nuts too, that Maury Terry. And nuts in what aspect? Dude, just think about it. His whole life was consumed by that one kid. It is absolutely fantastic. I mean, his, his life was now imagine dedicating just your life to like the JFK assassination or the son of Sam killings. And you can name it. You Which can some go, people do. Yeah, you can go down the list, you know? Well, like, he did have some outlandish theories that proved to be somewhat correct. No, he did. And, and that's what I found fascinating about the whole story and the whole Son of Sam thing is because, you know, when he received that, that letter, I don't know how many letters he actually see, received from David Berkowitz, but he received that letter that says, it doesn't matter how much information you give to the public, how much information that you are correct on, people aren't going to believe yeah. all of it. And it's the same thing with this. No matter how much information you could flood to people about government secrecies, UFO programs, you know, UFOs being real, people are going to have their own biases and their own say, Hey, like seeing is believing. I didn't see it. You know, and it doesn't matter what you tell people like they're not going to believe well, I mean, it. A healthy skepticism of anything is, is, is good. No, it is. But at the same time, it's like, you well, know, proof do you want? well, yeah, it's like you, when you have presidents in the United States talking about it, this is like not the first time, you know, we talked about like JFK and this infamous speech. You know, we did the episode. Well, yeah, Eisenhower gave a speech where before he left office about the military industrial complex. Yeah, and who was that's coming into the office, good. Kennedy. And and that's the thing. It's like you can go watch that that's Eisenhower cool. speech for 14 minutes and then yep. you realize like, holy shit, there's something going on here. And then you hear, 
you know, Kennedy speak on some of these things about secret, you know, government secret programs. And again, I'm going to link that in the show notes. I, I, I'm going to link the, the actual speech because you could listen to just a nine minute clip that they have of it, or you could actually go to the jfklibrary.org and then type in the president and the press. That was the name of the speech that he gave uh, in April of 1961, where he does talk about this kind of stuff, you know? And it's just interesting when you read the whole speech and you kind of break it down and then you could understand like where he was coming from. So mm-hmm. I don't know, like there, there's a lot of secrecy. Yeah. We had a comment. Yeah. I, I could see that you answered, you answered it. And I guess had like, what are you trying to get ahead of? Yeah. Like, what are they trying to get ahead of when they say, talk about UAPs and everything like that? Um, I think it's just information. The more imagine, think about this, like the more disinformation that you put out there, you know, people are not going to know what the heck to believe. Like if you were, you could say that what happened last year ties into that, how much misinformation and bullshit there was and the Fauci and whatever, whoever he was working with knew about all the bullshit information they were feeding us. Yeah. And, and everyone just accepted it as fact. I mean, yeah, it's a whole nother thing. It's like, what do you believe? You know, are you scared? You know, this is a good propaganda thing to show you how fear, like, cause I never really fully understood and fathomed how people could be easily duped. Right. Cause you always, we always learn that in history when reading or, you know, reading books and then watching programs and you're like, all right, how did the Nazis pull this off? How did China pull Which this is, off? You could, you could totally see how they do it. Well, yeah, it's all fear based. Like I, I understood the concept and I, I knew it like, and well, you understand wasn't so much fear based though. Yeah. It was um, they started shutting things down? Well, no, like he originally came into power, um, based on fear. No, well it was based on because the German like people like were so like down on themselves because of world war one, they got like all their like, you know, land, all, like a lot of land taken away, all their like industrial, like, factories and everything like that were taken away from them and Hitler basically just came in was like you know what we'll rebuild Germany better than ever and he started blaming like the Jews on you know why they lost the war and he started just rebuilding everything and calling like the the allies bluff that they weren't going to do anything which they didn't well, yeah, that's the thing. But then you could also look at like a lot of the speeches, like the fiery speeches he gave. It's like fear based, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it's the same thing during the Civil War. You know, most people fighting the Civil War from the South had no it's almost like today where, you know, like the government officials could send you off to war and to whatever, you, you know, you want. But at the end of the day, it's like it's not really my war. Right. Like these certain politicians have an agenda. Right. These certain oh, yeah. these certain plantation owners in the South had an agenda. They don't want to lose that top, you know, one percent. But how many people in the South were actually living at that one percentile? You know, they weren't, but they fight for the ideals of the people ahead of them, you know, that that give these speeches that, you know, organize that are our representations, you know, throughout See, I, you know, I government. Don't think people I don't think people know how much power that they have 
against the government. Yeah, but do we really? We're not very organized. Yeah, do, yeah, well, that's the thing. We're not organized. But if you actually got organized, I think here's one of my theories, too, about January 6th. You know, the whole, you know, storming the Capitol. Yeah. I think the Democrats, not to get political, but I think the Democrats are scared shitless of that. And they never want that to happen again. Not because not because people broke into the Capitol, which they didn't. It's been proven. See, that's another misconception and a lie told to the American people. They didn't break in. The actual Capitol officers let them in. Well, yeah, when you see people walking in sing, single file lines behind ropes, yeah. it's kind of suspicious. You're like, all right, this is there's something else going on here. But that's again, yeah. there's, there's agendas, whether it's on but, one side or the other. But you could see like how Trump like organized like a rally on January 6th that had nothing to do with the Capitol, but they're using that. But like, I, I think they saw if we actually came together and used our voices together of like how much we could actually accomplish. And I think that freaks the, the people on the top government out because if you take last year, for example, if more people are like, no, we're not wearing masks or no, we're not doing this. Like show us, show us what evidence you have that masks actually protect people. Cause they didn't have any true evidence that, that it did. Because if you go back and look at in 2016 and even our 2000, I think it was 12. Um, Dr. Fauci himself was like, yeah, masks don't work. If you don't, if you're not sick, you should not wear a mask. Only if you're sick, you should wear a mask. And then when the whole um, wildfires were happening in California last year in 2020, they said, don't wear a mask because that doesn't keep out the smoke particles. Well, if you know anything about a virus, it's smaller than a smoke particle from a brush fire. So you're, you just contradicted yourself. So which one actually it is? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like the information that's given, you have to collectively look at that and kind of do your own research. And I've always said this on this show. Don't take our word for it. Do your own research. You know, kind of have an understanding of what's going on and where, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of bullshit out there and it depends. It depends on what news you watch, what media you want to, you know, follow. And I just think the government as a whole doesn't have our best interest. I mean, they want power. No, most, this, most of them have been in power for you. years. Well, yeah, there needs to be term limits on like these senators and. Well, there's a reason there is not. Well, yeah. They, they love power. Yeah, they, they make know, money. Mo, 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 most of them go in there, you know, or just like thousandaires and come out millionaires or billionaires. Thousandaires. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is like the... Look consp- at Bernie Sanders. He, Bernie Sanders back in the day used to talk about, you know, we have to protect people against the millionaires. Well, he he's a millionaire now. And now he's saying we need to protect ourselves against billionaires. Why? Because he's a millionaire. Same with like the BLM people, right? There was a yeah. You're getting really political BLM, today. Well, there was a BLM. Um, I don't know if she was like the president or like one of the members or founding members or whatever. She was like, "Oh, I totally believe in communism, Marxism, and socialism." Um, <laughs> but the guy asked her a question about capitalism. 
because it was basically like, well, you have three million dollars and you just bought a you just bought upwards of like two point two million dollars worth of real estate. Why? She was like, well, you know, I, I did it so I can take care of my family and, you know, um, live comfortably, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, that's the way it should be. Like you shouldn't hurt her ideas or her, what she says her ideas are is communism. So basically everyone should be able to use that land because what's somebody's is everybody's right. But they don't actually truly believe that. Well, again, we can, we could play, you know, kind of this word game back and forth with anything anybody says, you know, same thing with, you know, like JFK and his speeches and everything. It's like, all right, you say one thing, you do another, you know, government says one thing, does another, you know, people in general say one thing or another, you know, everybody's like rah, rah, you know, big speeches. But at the end of the day, when you look at, you know, like I've always found it fascinating you know, like all the celebrities and people that have success, they're like, Oh, I I sleep like two hours a day. I do this, this and that. And it's like, do you really, or is that just like a show? And so it's like, whatever you, I don't know. They're just, it's just so much, it's so much BS and it's just so much BS filters. And that's why like, you know, the speech when it comes out and you know, you say like the JFK speech from 1961 and I guarantee most people have never read it, never heard about it before, you know, don't even know why he gave the speech. But at the sure. end, of the, at the end of the day, like it does talk about that. And like one of the things I wanted to talk about as far as like conspiracies is the media and conspiracies. Like we talked about the, you know, conglomerates of six big corporations owning 90% of the media. Now, what does that tell you? Like if you believe the media, you know, you're just getting pretty much one aspect, you know, one little filter of it. Right. So how do we know what's the truth? Even when it comes to some of these things about UFOs, how do we know it's the truth? How do we know it's not some, somebody making stuff up to make some money or, you know, to sell ad revenue or to get on the news, you know? So I always try to find alternative sources to these things. As far as just like, you know, doing something as far as like a podcast or trying to support um, a local, you know, business, if they have information that's going to, you know, give us something. But at the end of the day, Light, it, Lights, it, brand, Lights Brand said, how are we doing? Yeah, we're, I'm doing good tonight. I'm feeling good. I'm in the studio. I'm just hanging out, talking to you. I mean, we have some technical difficulties, but other than that, it's been pretty good. I have um, I have to find a way, better yeah, way to do this. Supporting local businesses, my 1776 um, tank top should be here, like the Miami edition. I mean, I love their company. I would only have one big drawback of that company. Their shipping. Their shipping sucks. Yeah, I ordered that thing like a, two months ago. Yeah, I know. I, I had something that took just about a month to get here. Same thing. I'm still waiting. I think I ordered it May 21st. So They're printing it just for you. I mean, I know they do, and that's why I support them. I love the quality of the shirts. I love what you know they say. Like even stuff like this, Erie, Indiana, the shirt that I'm wearing tonight. You know, that's and from 1776? No, but I'm saying like this is a small town you know, company that I bought it from, and 
this is what I want to try to support. And I always, I always tell people that too, because I feel like more now so than ever, I'm leaning towards more libertarianism than any, any other time that I felt in, you know, studying uh, history. What? Here we go. Here we go with what? That's how it happens. How, what happens? You don't even know what libertarian is. You're going to just move up to Vermont now. I'm not because I, I do like the luxuries. I liked, you know, to have this technology in front of me, you know, to be able to have certain aspects of the comforts that technology provides us. But at the same time, it's getting like really hard because I think me and you talked about the whole Amazon thing. I loved Amazon, man. I had Amazon Prime for a long time, not just because of the two-day shipping, but also because of the movies. Like I have a good... 20, 30 movies that I have on Amazon Prime right now. But the thing is, it's like, I don't look know. At, um, what? Look at one of the comments. What? Uh, somebody asked, uh, whatever happened to the four-wheel adventure? They were on the rise in YouTube when they when they uh, advanced to share Area 51. Do you, uh, do you know of anything that happened to them? I actually did reach out to them. Because when I did the podcast alone, I had them on and they were cool guys. They, I, they probably towed the line too much and got suspended a bunch of times from YouTube because that's another thing. And and like just getting back to media, you know, I don't know. I reached out to them and I never heard back from them. I don't know how else to get in contact with them because I can't find any of their stuff online anymore. So I don't know if they just stopped doing it. If something happened, um, do I think something nefarious happened? I hope not, but I, I, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, they used to get really like if you watch their videos, it was kind of cool and it was interesting talking to them because they used to get like right in their guys' faces, you know, at at as close as they can get, and they would try to find different entrances all the time. And I, you know, like when they when I was talking to them and them going about it, I thought it was a little, you know, kind of like iffy. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully they're okay. But that just comes back to the whole thing, you know, like YouTube censors everybody now, you know, like getting back to Amazon where it's like, all right, they're not doing two day shipping anymore. That all of a sudden just like disappeared and like no one gives a shit because they're going to pay that 110 bucks, 120 bucks a year, you know, or do monthly and just say like, fuck it, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to be here. And I'm going to keep supporting Amazon. And then now they're sharing, you know, if you have any kind of Amazon internet, they're going to share your internet with your neighbors. So your neighbors don't have to fucking pay dick. And then not only that, they're they're going to use like the ring. I mean, I have a ring product in my house, like in front of my house. I will never put a video camera in my house. You should put one in the bedroom. Fuck that. Why not? First, stream that shit live. first of all, I don't want anybody spying on me. It would be like the Truman Show. No, nah, fuck that. I do enough Truman Show shit here in the basement, you know, in my studio. Yeah, this is pretty much, this is me doing the Truman Show. Other than that, I don't really care to have, like, the government officials to, like, type in something and be able to look at me. I don't know if you ever saw the interview. I know he's, like, a lot of people think he went, like, crazy. Uh, Shia LaBeouf, I think that's how you say his oh, name. Oh, yeah. He did uh, a, yeah, he did an interview in 2008. I don't know if you remember the movie Eagle Eye. 
Yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, All right, that was so a fucking crazy movie. So I guess when he was doing research for the movie, he was talking to a lot of people that you know kind of spy and use some of this technology. And take in mind, this is in 2008. So how many years ago is that? They were talking about like using, and we know this from information from stuff that was leaked by you know Snowden among other people about how they were using, you know, cell phone calls. And the interview is really interesting. If anybody wants to pull it up, maybe I could find it and put it in the show notes. But where he talks about how, um, you know, every one out of every five phone calls, you know, they're listening to, you know, they could take and tap on your, you know, like your computers, all these. I forget what at the time it was. It was like a ring. It was like an ADT, you know, camera. But he said like they sure. access that shit all the time. And that was in 2008 that they were talking about. And granted, we were talking about this a long time ago, you know, because we've been doing our show for four years and we've been talking about this shit. So this is nothing new. But at the same time, it's it's just fascinating to see like this stuff is still going on. And you always talk about how the government doesn't, you know, like they should fear us if we all collectively got together. But fuck yeah, they should. Yeah, but think about that. 13 years, this shit has been like talked about. And we've talked about yeah. this for four years, and nothing is still done. Well, that's because it hasn't affected you personally. Of course, you know, I, like you, you always said, like um, with like people do, like how many cancer runs are there? Right? Well, yeah, I I always do the people, analogy people of people don't people don't like you know either think think twice about it or like do anything about it until it actually affects them. Of course, that's right? that's like so, anybody. Like, I, Look at like last year, you know, that if you didn't get COVID or knew people who died from like COVID or anything like that, you would be like, yeah, you know, it's, it's nothing, nothing really. But if like you had a family member die from it, I, I think you'd probably take it 10 times more seriously. Of course. Uh, I just know somebody recently who there was a recent shooting by their house and immediately they went out and bought a security cameras from Ring. So I think a lot of people do that, you know, because again, we talked about before, like the fear. And we got a, we got another question on YouTube. We got a question. Oh yeah, we do. Lights brand. What do you think about uh, Alexa and and such tech like that? The possibility of spying on you. I hundred percent. They I think they do. If you're one of those people who cover up the camera on your computer, but you have an Alexa or Echo or Dot or whatever the hell other shit ones are, they 100% can hear you, record conversations, and listen into you. Well, again, I, I'm going to say we're big hip- hypocrites because as much as we talked about it before, and I do believe that they spy on you. I do believe that they collect data on you. And we are the new, I guess you That's could... That's why I say you like shit cock balls a lot. <laughs> well, yeah. It's also like the data points. Picture how much data points that they, and how much advertisement you specifically get for you because an algorithm picks up your activity, you know, what you're ordering online, what you're watching, how many like when yeah. you... What, what, even when you go into the store and you look at something, you don't buy it. You come home, I guarantee you type like going to like Google for something else and an ad will pop up for just what you were looking at. Well, yeah, because you carry, and this is a thing where I said like I'm being a hypocrite and like we're being hypocrites, like, uh, uh, you know, all of us, because how many people have a smartphone? I would say majority of people do. 
And I have a Nokia flip phone. No, you don't. You you have yep. you have two freaking smartphones that you carry around, so you're being tracked like double time more than anybody else. Dude, they don't even know where I'm going. Dude, you say that, but yet you're the first one to um you you you'll be the first one to get popped off. I'm sure I will be. Yeah, because and again, like I say the same thing. I'm sitting here with two Apple computers, both very old as shit. We need to upgrade it for the studio to get, you know, better quality crap. But let then, me let me upgrade you. Yeah, see? They're, they're gonna fuck well, that Beyonce song is gonna song. be be played in, you know, like when you're sleeping and shit. That's how you they know you're you know, they're spying on you. But would you, uh, all right. Here's would, a good question for All right, here, hit me with the question. What if they publish your browser history of all time if they publish it all right cool it's gonna be a lot of weird shit right i mean do do i agree with that no do i want that to happen fuck no but you know if they do it's just gonna be weird conspiracy shit it's would, ghost shit would you would you rather walk in on mom and dad having sex or who asked this fucking question post, or who, have your browser history published I don't want either, so I would take neither. You got to pick one. No, I don't have to pick anything. I'm going with option yeah. C. I'm opting out. There's no option C. There was an option C. It's on my... There's not. It was a command C right here. I'm going to hit it. Oh. Yeah, so F that shit, you know? Well, if you really think about, like, Snowden, too, he's gotten, like, fucked. I mean, a lot of people do, and a lot of people have, you know, different opinions on Snowden and leaking information from the government. You know, like, is the government uphold, you know, like some of the shit that they do? You know, so it's one of those Look things. Look at the comment on YouTube. Jose said, I once said some stuff jokingly in, a, in uh, the phone, and the next day at work, I had a car watching me with a license plate uh, reading tactical. Tactical one? Hell yeah, yeah, they are listening. I mean, I mean, so the only thing I would say to that, Jose, is what else are you here. doing? My my question here is for Jose. What else are you doing? What kind of search? Yeah. You know, like Google history that what you know you have. Said? I want to know what he said. I mean, maybe he can't repeat it. Maybe if we repeat it online, we're going to get taken down right away. I'll I'll repeat it. They ain't going to take me down. They're going to take you down. Like you joke. Just like you jokingly said, I'm going to jump at the blue hole. And you never jumped in the blue hole. That thing was toxic. I yeah. came out looking like Two-Faced. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Greg talks a big game, but when it comes down to it, Greg goes running. It's like this. I ran right into that thing. Yep, you ran right past it. That shit smelled like crap. No, I know. I, I, I just think they do. And like we have evidence and that's the thing. Like you have evidence. You have people that like Julian Assange, you know, like, Eric, you know, Snowden. Oh, yeah. Is he is he in the UK now? What is he doing? Because he, he ran away from the US, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they're still on lockdown. I'm sure they're going to kill these people. And that's the same thing. Like, like well, that's the I'm same. I'm surprised they haven't killed Snowden yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like that's the thing. Imagine. All right. Just think about how, you know, years ago when. Obama ran oh, and he talked on. about. Remember, hold on, hold on. I hold, read something today. Huh? I read something today. Remember, we were talking about the Clinton things? Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know how like Bill Clinton met on the tarmac to talk about his grandkids to the uh, attorney general? Yeah, I saw that in the, in the news recently. Yeah, the reporter who broke that story 
uh, this week committed suicide in his apartment. How fucked up is that? We were just talking about that. Yeah. And this is where you get back to it. Like no matter how much information you have, some people are not going to believe you. So no, I don't um, know. But getting back to Jose's thing, right? I don't think they would, they would have followed you with a license plate. That's a tactical one. You don't think they did? No, I think they would have followed you with an unmarked card, like not suspicious license plate. Yeah, but that's where I, we get back to like even the UFO thing. Are, are they putting out information that is kind of, I wouldn't say, it's not like disinformation, but it, it, you know, like when it's right in front of your face, it's like, all right, they're not obviously going to do that. But yeah, they did it. You know what I'm saying? It's sure. like, I'm following you. And you're like, yo, why are you following me? I'm like, I'm not following you, but you know, I'm following you. And that's all I would do. That, that would be funny to do. What? Just follow people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not following you. I mean, th- it's weird. Yeah. Jose, let's say he put out, he was just talking on the yeah, same topic we're talking about now. Yeah. To his buddies. And he doesn't know coincidence or not. I mean, I think there's a lot of coincidences, you know, that this hey, kind Jose. of stuff happened. Jose, did you uh, did you uh, watch our show about John Lang? You should go watch that show. I mean, we need to revisit that. We need to get you in the studio. I don't like you ha- not being here in the studio next to me. You know, we can't be doing this shit. It, it's it's much. You know, it's more intimate. The show is more intimate this way. I mean, I. I... <laughs> Yeah, I but I agree. Like there is people that they do watch for whatever reason. And again, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where why when you look at the the John Lang case, right? And you look at like what actually happened and like what he would actually break. It doesn't seem that big of a deal. So it's like to us, why would they waste manpower? To go spy on this guy. Right, but that's that's main that's the main point I'm you know trying to get at here, and it's the same thing. Like we look at Jose. I don't know you, you know. I don't know what kind of like history you have. You know, do you have some type of criminal history? You know, do you have some type of like computer hacking history? Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe you're really you know getting the information out, and they're like you know this is a threat. You know, Jose is a threat. We gotta you know keep an eye on him. As much as, and it could be like something totally, I guess you could say, you know, like out of this world. What if it's not even like government officials? What if it's some type of like men in black? Maybe what that's like what the men in black really are. They're a government agency that's just always meant to spy on people. It has nothing to do with aliens anymore. It really just has something to do with like people and the, you know, the information. Like, see, I, I think like if there was an agency like that, Snowden wouldn't have access to that. And he really didn't. Well, yeah, that that was the thing. Unless that's a totally separate part, department. I don't know. Well, yeah, a lot of people brought that up, and and he he even brought it up in a bunch of interviews. He said, you know, like he didn't have access to any of the kind of UFO that people always talk about. But then again, like when we always talked about Area Fifty One and Bob Lazar, you know, again, it's plausible deniability because when they said, "Oh, you work at Area Fifty One," no, I worked at S Four. I worked at S Seven. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, it, if you if you want to keep something a secret, 
right? You have people working on certain projects. Let's say there are 10 tasks in this project. You have different people working on, on single ones so that no one knows what the full scope of the, the project is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Benjamin Franklin. Somebody, you know, two can keep a secret if, you know, three people can keep a secret if two are dead. I always fuck up shit. Jose, you're next, son. Yeah, don't say that, man. Like, you don't want that. I don't want to wish that on anybody. I don't want to wish, you know, like, the harm or... Because think about, like, what we do. Think about, like, how much we talk shit on, like, the government, politicians, you know, like, certain, certain aspects in, like, the UFO community, you know, like, anything... But then again, we could be well, easily yeah. discredited, we're, you know, when they come out. We're They're labeled like, as conspiracy theorists, um, you know, and all that, all that kind of stuff. I think. Well, yeah. Think about like people like just going back to that Son of Sam, you know, which I might watch that again. It's really good. And you, what did, what did you like better, Night Stalker or Son of Sam? Son of Sam, hundred percent. Interesting. Well, like they're different. Because the Night Stalker was pretty much about, you know, him and the killing, you know, and like them trying to catch the guy. Whereas I think the Son of Sam, which I felt going into that was going to be the same thing. Like, this is the Son of Sam. There's going to be talking about like the detectives trying to catch him. Like, what were they doing? Everything. But then it kind of like gives you like that 180. It's like, all right, this, this guy that was obsessed with the case started picking it apart and finding information and finding credible information. But then not only that, it just showed you like the inside workings of like corruption in like the police department. And then not only that, it showed you the mind into like the serial killer. But then there was also some, did you ever watch, uh, the seven, five precinct? No. Was it similar? You want to learn about, no, it's about a, it's about a cop that was also dealing drugs at the 75 precinct in yeah. uh, New York. Right. It was a, it's a really good documentary. Yeah. His name is Mike Dowd. Mike Dowd. Look, look it up. I think it's on Netflix. Okay. It's on YouTube. I know it's, I, I definitely know it's on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was really, really, really good. I mean, I'll have to look into that, but yeah, that, that's why I really like gravitated towards son of Sam because it was, it was like it got me in with the serial killer and we all know the names, but then like it really hooked me with like all the information that you, you don't get from the story, right? Like we've been talking about for a long time and we talk about with any story that I want more, right? Well, this gave you so much more because it's not just like the killer, you know, this is, this is more than the killer. This is like the aspect, like a cult cover up, you know, corruption, you know, politics, everything. It had it all in there. And that's like, holy shit. And that's what life is. It's deeper. It's not just, all right, you had this psychopath serial killer that just, you know, the devil made me do it. This was, he was right. postal worker. Yeah. So think about that. Like, you know, and not just that, like he felt his life was unfulfilled and, and he met a group of people that he now felt fulfilled with. Scientology. Yeah. That's a big thing. Greg's all about that. You asked a question. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise is all about that. Yeah, you asked a question. What's what? Uh, what's Jose's biggest uh, conspiracy that he believes? And he said Roswell, hundred percent. Yeah, Roswell. Yeah, I don't know. I s- what? I don't know if that's so much a conspiracy because I feel like that's out in the open and everybody knows about it. I don't think it's really a conspiracy well, yeah, anymore. I, it's just I about think, like. I think, 
Well, yeah, it's yeah a- I think people people knew that, you know, because the Air, Air Force came out in the newspaper and was like, we recovered a UFO and then how to redact that. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's what, like, I get to the point is, you know, what don't we know about that? Like, how much cover up, how much corruption, how much stuff that we use today came out just because of that? Jose has another good point. If we landed in the, on the moon in the 60s. Yeah, in the 50s, he said. Yeah, 50s, 60s. Go ahead. What technology do we have now? Well, yeah, we, we talked about this a million times. You know, we're 10 years behind, like, the military. Like, if. Do you remember in the 80s, I don't know if you remember this, and you've probably seen it you know, later on, where they had these life, the CIA had these masks and this technology to like disguise yourself as other people. Mm-hmm. What, and that was in the 80s, and it looked so real. They were just like masks they would wear for Halloween. Look it up if you had a chance. And the CIA had these you know, undercover agents that they would dress up in these masks uniforms and they would go out and they would infiltrate certain groups or you know like the media i mean we talked about that too a lot you know for how many years where they had this technology in the 80s now what do you think they have now well yeah they had they had a microphone on a on a bee or fly back back in back in the 80s yeah they had they had a bunch of different things a dragon you know dragonfly right and they had the yeah, bee. dragonfly, everything like that. So you're telling me they they don't have technology that way surpasses probably even your imagination right now? Yeah, hundred percent they do. Yeah, and then it makes you know like when we're old and gray and we're sitting maybe still talking about these stories, you know we're gonna find out like oh shit that was really true that and like that wasn't what they officially said back in the day. And now I understand, like, the older people that they get, you know, like, the older you get, you start to become, like, a little bit more jaded and you start to look at everything. Because I remember dad, you know, always talking about, like, oh, you know, they're just fucking corrupt. They're corrupt. They're corrupt. And you're like, is everybody fucking corrupt? And then, like, the older you get, you realize, oh, because he always used to say, like, they're crooks, too, you know? Yeah, he did say that a lot. I mean, he still does. They're crooks. Yeah. And which it, they 100% and it's, are. And it's true. Like, the older you get, you start realizing that. Yeah. And again, yeah, they t- we talk about, like, drones, too. Like, just think about, like, drone technology. We don't even have to send in people anymore. We could just send in drones to drop bombs, to spy on people, to, like, locate people, you know? And if you have that tracker that you're, you know, carrying around in your phone, you know, your car, your computers, your iPads, everything... <laughs> It, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Another uh, good point. Uh, Lightsbrand um, wrote in the comments, do you think then since all the German scientists went to America during that time that the secret came out and pushed America um, to the forefront? Yeah, that was, what was it? Op- Operation Paperclip. Yeah, paper. Like half I, I, went I to the Russians, half went to us. Yeah, and that's how uh, NASA started, you know, the space race. Yeah, the, now, yeah, the, the center V2 rocket, you know, the head Nazi scientist that was creating, you know, their rocket program created NASA. Well, yeah, think about that now. Think about when, and here it is, like, what if NASA was started as a cover-up? To what, though? Well, think about this, right? 
World War II just ended, right? So yeah. what, t- what, what time th- is that frame, World War II? I mean, the 40s and 50s. Right, when it ended, right? When did Roswell happen? Yeah. What, 1951? Uh, 47. So oh, think no, about that. 47, sorry. Right at the end of World War II, they split up between, you know, the Russians and Americans. We start NASA, right? We start the space mm-hmm. race, and essentially we kind of start the Cold War into this stuff. Supposedly, UFO crash lands in 1947 in New Mexico, yep. right? And then now we have this technology. Now, was it a technology that was known? Did they, like the Germans have this technology? You know, and well, then, I mean, and then we're, they, we were building off of that. What was it? The the Glocken or whatever it was. It was like a bell, the yep. project bell. So you know, that was supposed to be like a time travel. Yeah. So think about that. Think about now, like if you piece all that together and then you could really go down a rabbit hole with conspiracies on this and just say, you know, all right, they had this information, they had this technology, and then maybe a UFO did crash, whether it was by happenstance or not. And a lot of people in World War II, a lot of the fighter pilots talked about seeing unidentified aerial phenomena. They would, they would call them like phantom, um, right. So what if something was really going on because they knew, and a lot of the UFO reports that we get are usually around military bases. So what if they always been looking and like keeping an eye on us? And then all of a sudden one accidentally crashes and then we have it and then we re-engineer it. And now we're so far ahead of it with technology, you know, because of it. And maybe there was a big conspiracy not to say like, and this is coming back to my main point about NASA. It wasn't about the space race. It was about figuring out this technology and it was figuring out how can we use this technology. And then we'll, you know, when we're, we're doing all these tests and we're doing all these experiments, we'll say, yeah, we're trying to get people to the moon. So we're going to be flying these rockets. We're going to be flying, you know, these aircrafts that you may not see before, but it's really not that at all. So it's a, big cover up it's a big conspiracy to say and again this is just a theory but it's a theory well, it's like to we, say. did we ever go to the moon right so did we maybe we didn't like why have we never been back you know is it because that this whole thing was a cover up and it was just one of those things where you could just say all right this is kind of we're hiding this technology of ufos of extraterrestrials because we don't want anybody to know. We want to use it for our own benefit, you know, to start something in the future. Who knows whether it's biological or actually technical, you know, technology, whether it's flying vehicles or cars or whatever it may be. So I don't know. Like, I think about stuff like that all the time. I think about that it's possible that this whole thing, NASA, was started to be a cover up. And, but then eventually, like the money ran out, or they said, you know what, we're we're going to put it in a, to a different department, and we're going to hide it out here in Area Fifty One, and we're going to call that S Four or S Seven or S Six, whatever you want to call it, you know. And then, yeah. boom! Then NASA does its own thing, and now we have satellites and all this other stuff, and nobody's the wiser. And. I don't know. That's just a belief or maybe just a theory that I had. And I thought about that for a long time when we, when we first learned about paperclip 
Operation Paperclip. I always forget them wrong because there's like Operation Paperclip. There's, you know, like I think it was Project whatever. There's always Project Operation. There's all these acronyms for these things. So I don't know. It's, It's possible, man. And all these conspiracies, they're out there. And just like we talked about coming around about the chat. So there's two, there's two comments. Yeah. Read them up. Let them know. Give them credit. Who's doing it. Lights brand said, so you, you think that NASA and such was a way to work out kinks in their tech. So we don't, we, that we don't understand yet. I mean, that is an interesting theory. Yeah. I mean, it could, it could be an alien technology that we don't know. And again, I don't know. I, I don't know. We could only go on the information that we have. But we know all these, like if we look at the time frame, we know World War II ended. We know Roswell, you know, Roswell, the crash, the UFO infamous crash happened. And it's all right in a timeline. You know, we know that the Germans had certain technology that they were using, whether it was aliens themselves or something else. And then they, they, they split up their side. They could have won sign. the war if they weren't stupid. I mean, you could look at any war and say that. Like the British could have won the war and we, we wouldn't have America was it is today. You know, there's, there's a lot the of that stuff. But Fuck the British. what? Fuck the British. But that's what I'm saying. Like there's there's always these what ifs. You know, we could have done so, so much stuff. Jose said, uh, I didn't think the US had permission to go back to the moon. There are several satellites surrounding the moon nowadays. He said, Now we have permission to go back. That's a theory he holds. I mean, that's that's very possible. I mean, that could be like aliens saying, you know what? You have one of ours. We know you have one of ours. Don't do this. And a, a lot of people talk about that. A lot of people talk about like the dark side of the moon. Like there's actually an alien base up there. So that would be badass. What an actual base up there. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that opens up another door. It's like, Oh shit. Were they trying to get and think about that? Like was, was NASA like their mission to the, to the, to the moon was to get back there to give back like technology or they said like aliens came down after this whole thing happened and they said, all right, if you can get this spaceship to fly and you can get this back to the moon and deliver this to the moon, we'll give you more technology. And then like that spawned the space race. I don't know. Just another theory. That is another theory. That is. But if you had the technology to come down here, wouldn't you just come down here and grab your spacecraft then? No, because think about this. And I've talked about this a million times and you always like poo-pooed me and, and you laughed at me. But aliens are really us in the future. Yeah, I don't buy that. Why not? Because I don't buy that. Because you just don't buy time travels? You don't buy aliens? What don't you buy? If they're us, why are they coming back for us? Because if you had a project, right, and and you wanted to see like this is your civilization, Right. Yeah, but it's so. But it's them in the past, so it's not their project. It could be. You don't know. It could be them in the future. I, I don't know. Like it's us. We found. Like think about this. In say fifty years. Yep. There's a group of people, and it's the government. Because I believe in like the true oligarchy. That I truly believe in oligarchy runs us. It's not like the government that we think of nowadays, and this selective group, which is the oligarchy runs stuff. And then they find, and they use technology, you know, to time travel. 
And then we go back in time using that to like seed it to like, all right, you know, I'm going to give Greg this information. I'm going to give. DC, hold on. Secret Squirrel believes what I believe. What? Because why would they mess up the timeline? If you believe in like back to the future, right? And a certain sequence of events has to happen for, for them to get there, right? Wouldn't them going back and like changing stuff or manipulating stuff change them in the future? Yeah, but it would change them for their benefit. Like what if what if you had like you you were in the future, right? And you can go down any avenue for this as well. Sure. But you're in the future. I know in the future, like we found me and you found this technology. Let's use us as a, as an example. Me and you found this technology, right? And we're going to benefit from this technology and we can go back in time and fuck with the timeline because you know what? You end up dying somehow. But now I can go back in time and start seeding, you know, information or projects because I believe that it's going to help you live longer in the future or, you know, like, hey, around. It's almost like what was that movie? Twelve Monkeys. Where it's good. I think you would like it. And it's actually uh, part of it was filmed in Eastern State Penitentiary. Brad Pitt's in it. Uh, Bruce Willis was sent back by this group of scientists. And the same thing like what I'm talking about now is like the oligarchy, this, this group of people, right? And they send them back because they know this known virus is going to be unleashed on the people, right? And wipe people out. I haven't seen it in years, so I totally forget like the, the whole plot of this movie. But it goes into that where, and they had certain information. So he would go back knowing certain things, but in actuality, it was kind of like the wrong information. So he was like fixing things, trying to do things, trying to stop people, you know, and understanding, you know, he had the wrong information. What if that is the case with human beings? Like me and you are in the future. We had this technology and we're trying to steer it towards our end goal, whatever that may be. I mean, I know that's hard to fathom, but at the same time, like, is that so out of the realm of possibilities? I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities, no. Yeah, so, like, that's the thing. It, it, it's coming to this thing where, like, yeah, we try to mess up the timeline knowing because we know A, B, and C. We're trying to get to E and F, but, you know, we only know A, B, and C. Like, we're missing that piece of, like, D to get us to that next part of E and F. And we're trying to piece that together. But going back and thinking we know where D is, we kind of fuck up you know, B and C and then it switches the timeline, but yeah, it may switch us to a certain extent, but it doesn't like negate everything that we did or know. So, I mean, I don't know about that. well, again, it's different possibilities, you know, and it's different Back theories. To the future. Biff Tannen. Well, again, you can pick up, you know, a part back to the future, like greatly. Wouldn't it have affected him in the long run? Like why wouldn't the timeline change drastically you know, if he did some of the things that he did, you know, like if you ever watched yeah. the, the movie Butterfly Effect, where just that little change like fucked up his whole thing. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's it's interesting and everybody, you know, comes back to the Back to the Future for, you know, like time travel reference. But yet if you Great actually, theory. yeah, if you actually broke that down, there's a lot of shit that you can be like, all right that would have totally changed and you know, it could have, it could have killed them or it could have went in a different direction. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, again, they're just theories and we don't know and we just have to piece it together with the information that we do know. 
But then again, like all the media now, which we talked about, and even JFK's speech, it's like how much information are we really told? How much information, you know, do they really know? And what kind of agenda do they have? And why is the media so complicit and in on this shit? Yeah, I don't know. Like how, how much are they getting paid? Like I always try to do that. Like follow the money. Who's getting paid from this? I did. That's the uh, questions. That's that's the questions that you would have to find out and answer, and you would have to well, say. Well, yeah, it's always the question. Follow the money. What, who benefits? Why and how much do they benefit? Yeah, of course. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we could, you know, find so many different theories. Maybe that's what we should really do. Me and you should put together a timeline of when what? World War II ended, the whole crash. How much technology was actually invented because of that or supposedly invented that? And, yeah. you know, is or we should really do a whole show on NASA. Yeah, I think we should do a whole show on NASA. I think that would be good. I for, think that would be for, kind of a topic and we could, you know, get some of these, you know, people involved, you know, get Jose, Secret Squirrel, you know, in on this, you know, Lights Brand in on this and say, find some information about NASA. Give us some information. Send it our way. You know, give us a call, 732-660-8893, or even just, um, you know, send us an email, you know, with information or articles that you find. Share it on social media because I will read that. And I, I would love to go down that rabbit hole of the conspiracy on NASA because a lot of people say the logo itself, if you ever looked yeah. it up, has some kind of like hidden agenda kind of conspiracy theorist things behind it. So. I don't know. I mean, a lot of dude. We just talked about that yesterday with Apple. Yeah. Computer, six yeah. Bring that up. And, I don't think a lot of people know that. Well, yeah. Like the the first computer, six hundred and sixty six dollars and sixty six cents. Yeah. And then their logo, an Apple with a with a bite taken out of it. You believe the whole Adam and Eve thing? You know, good versus evil. How much technology is good for you, or is technology going to kill you and overrun you? Well, yeah, so that's the thing. Is it something that Apple kind of wanted to, you know, foreshadow and give the information out there and say, you know, all right, here you go. We're going to we're going to tell you some information. We're not openly going to say it, but we're going to, you know, give you signs like the the bitten apple. And is it satanic? Is it like a satanic freaking, you know, organization which I subscribe to it if you look in, you know, and you're watching us on YouTube. You know, I mean, or it could be just is there a hidden message a bite out of information? I mean, there's a lot of different theories, and a lot of people, you know, say like the apple was, you know, a reference to Newton. But then again, like why, why make it like why have a cost value at six hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents? You know, is yeah, that some know. type of reference? Is it some type of, you know, satanic cult? Again, going back to the son of Sam or going back to like these people that are in power and saying like, all right, we're in power. You're not. We follow this. So I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different things and a lot of different theories. And that's that's a whole thing. I don't know if that's, you know, like the Apple thing is a whole big conspiracy, but maybe we could actually, you know, find out who Apple is funding. I say next show is NASA. Yeah, that's what you want to talk about? You want to talk about NASA? 
that would be really good. Yeah, you better Mark be. Mark McGettin was just on. I was just watching that. <laughs> you yeah. know? Well, you better be in the fucking studio for that one. I think that would be a good one to do. Uh, yeah. Dude, there's definitely some neat things in here. Tom knows. Tom knows there's some neat things to find with NASA. I think life oh, yeah. has definitely been changed. Life has changed for the, the, the better, the worse, you know? I don't know. That's something for everybody to decide. So, yeah, thank you for everybody who tuned in to today's episode. I know we started off with oh, yeah. a little technical difficulties. comments we ever got on our live chat. Yeah, because, you know, we're, t we're speaking the truth now. Now, we're, now we have a mark on our back. So you better watch out. And you better, like, let anybody know if they're following you. Yeah, let us know. That would be, be nuts. Let us know in the comments below. You like that? All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Follow along with us. We're, we'll try to put out uh, who's Tom? Who is Tom? Tom? Yeah. Tom DeLong? No, the guy Tom you just played. Tom? Transylvania Travelers. There's definitely some neat things in here. Yeah, that's that's Tom from Transylvania Traveler. They wrote a book. They're from Jack Lantern Press. And if you haven't checked out their podcast, check them out. But uh, yeah, let's end it on that, man. I say uh, thanks to everybody for the comments. And uh, I don't know. We're going to be talking about NASA next time. And we'll put out when we're going to do a, a, you know, another live show. So make sure to follow us at youtube.com slash nightmare365. And until next time, you know what to do. Stay spooky.